Hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk Global Edition. Uh, thanks to the insurance elephant. Uh, today I have with me Joe Macheria, co-founder and CEO at Moti Shore in Kenya. Uh, Joel, uh, thank you for being with me today. How's it going? Thanks, Tony. Um, I'm pretty good. I'm super excited about you know, what the future looks like for insurance in Africa. And um, essentially from us as Motishore, we are essentially a, an insurtech that is focused on last mile distribution of micro-insurance products within the mobility space. Okay, Happy to be here. Last mile distribution insurance of micro insurance okay yeah. okay 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 uh so i have been to africa i've been okay. to Mo- morocco in the north and yeah. i've i've been to south africa in the very south i have not been to kenya um, my girlfriend visited kenya before she met me okay. uh, and she loved it absolutely loved it uh so at some point we'll probably go back because i want to do a safari in in in, in kenya um, okay, but I'm thoroughly unfamiliar with what what the insurance market in Kenya looks like, what the insurtech market looks looks like in Kenya. So, so tell me, okay, so 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 Montessor, uh last mile distribution of insurance products for mobility. Tell me more, like like like, like bring it down to 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 like, so uh, to the level of like a fifth grader. Uh, help me understand what you guys are doing. Okay, cool. Um, so. I'll, I'll start off with a story. Um, so essentially, back in 2018, I I was running a different company, Moti Guy, that was essentially focused on trying to democratize the service and repair industry of vehicles. And we built out a telematic solutions out of that using a tracking device. But then it didn't, it didn't pick up in the marketplace. So we sought out our customers to understand why that was. And then that's when, you know, we started getting into the insurance side of things where uh, insurance in Africa is very, very different from what insurance should be uh, in the sense of most people only care about, you know, compliance when it comes to regulations, right? So a guy will get an insurance product for his car so that the police don't stop him, right, on the road. So that's why they get not really as a safety net or something that could you know, really come into play when it comes to financial resilience or anything of the sort. So when we just when when we did our own uh, you know surveys, research, and try to understand the customer a bit better, it's when we realized the disconnect between the products that existed vis-a-vis what the customer wanted to see. Right. So um, so we, we that was intriguing for me, and we set out to understand the customer a bit better and did a couple of focus groups, and that's when we learned that you know. Uh, for most of the products within Africa, they're basically built backwards, right? So they start in a boardroom with the carriers, such as yourself. And then, you know, it's pushed to the industry. And then the industry doesn't pick it up. And then the insurance keeps wondering where the penetration is only at, you know, less than 3% within less, the okay. whole country. So, so in the whole country, less than 3% of drivers have insurance beyond what is legally required or less than 3% ha- have what is legally required? No, the, the numbers are quite shocking because we're talking about in Kenya alone, we have over 54 million people, but only 3% of that, less than 3% has any form of insurance. Even though it is required? Yes. This is beyond mobility. <laughs> 
and this is this is actually beyond mobility, right? We're looking at health, you're looking at life, you're looking at education, like zero uptake, or almost zero uptake because okay. two point something percent so, doesn't make sense. So, so based on based on your on your research, why is the uptake so low? Is is it a matter of culture? Is it a matter of not being able to pay for it? Is it a matter of the product that's available being hard to get to, hard to buy? Is it a matter of the, the product that, that's available being unaffordable for the average person? Is it a lack of awareness? Like, like this is like, like kind of like pulling ideas. What, what could it be? So what have you guys found right. that, that leads to this low uptake? So I'll, I'll, there's so many challenges in the industry, but I'll start with the three that bottom up to the top. So we're looking at affordability is a big issue because of how products are configured. Usually they are yearly products that are too super expensive. You know, uh, you look at access to the actual insurance, right? So even for some of us who are a bit more, you know, tech savvy, it's still hard for me to get an education policy of the comfort of my home, right? So it's an access issue. It's an affordability issue. And then even when you get to the products, right? The coverage in terms of what you'd want to see in a product is not, you know, doesn't relate with the common, you know, user of the product. So it's a couple, you know, it's a myriad of challenges, but those are the top three, as far as we are concerned, based on our research. And that was, a, that is what has led to, you know, low insurance penetration or adoption within the African space. Okay. And we, 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 we are trying to solve that as well. So, so how is is it, how is Motisure solving the or starting to solve this problem? So there are a couple of things we've done off of you know the customers. So, for example, in terms of affordability, we've been able to slice payments to a per day sort of product for drivers and riders within the African space. We're doing uh, a per trip cover as well. So you just get a you know from one point to the other, you just get a micro product. And you are essentially covered. In terms of access, we've you know we've done we've done two two things, right? One is we've created a whole agency network around users of either motor motor taxis, right? These are two wheelers, all drivers, right? So we use aggregators and then get in touch with them and then help distribute our particular products. And then we've also built a whole you know omni-channel approach on the chatbot side when it comes to the technology side, and I'll. Maybe I'll delve into that a bit more later. And then in terms of the products, we've built our the initial product we had, we built it from the customer backwards. So we got them to list the benefits they wanted to see, subjected it to a vote. And then the ones that you know were the highest, you know, in terms of the needs of the customers is what we went to the underwriter with and asked them, could you please help curate this particular product? And 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 80% of them say no. Right, so so it's a weird hybrid personal accident cover that you know that spans life, medical, you know, um, general insurance, all that kind of thing. And we had to get an underwriter in the UK or a broker in the UK to try and get us that particular product, and that's how we ended up with that particular product. And what we've seen in the marketplace is that you know we have an eighty percent adoption rate for every customer we've talked to in terms of our products. Because it resonates with them, it was created by them, and it seems to work for them. Okay, so so hold hold on. I don't do math well. Okay, you're, okay. You're, you're a computer <laughs> science major, so so you had to get through a yeah. lot of math in school. 
I yep. attempted computer science, and it turns out if you can't do math, computer science is not in your future. Um, yeah. It, 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 so, but my math is good enough to realize that if adoption in the country is 3% and 80% yep. of the people you're getting in front of are buying, yep. you're like, this is magnitude, you know, levels uh, to the nth power you're being more effective in reaching people exactly. by designing from, 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 from the customer out and, and, and building right. solutions that, that actually work for them. That is exactly. amazing. And, and you've been doing this according to LinkedIn, uh, the current company for a year and a half, and then the prior company, which was not insurance for, for about four years. Um, yep. Amazing. So after a year and a half, how many, uh, customers uh do, do you guys serve how, how, how many how many policies are are out there uh for 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 multi-sure so um so let me start off with the we covered 20 different towns geographic i mean geographically distributed within the country and out of the 20 those 20 towns we got to engage 15,000 riders Right, this is a motor taxi, which is the most common form of transport within Africa. Okay. Mm-hmm. And out of the fifteen thousand, we actually onboarded twelve thousand immediately, right? Um, and then, based on our capacity, because we are a bootstrap company, we couldn't handle more than the fifteen thousand. Hence, the number. And what we've noticed is that there's a spiral effect, right? Like there's a this is something that like clicks with most of our users in terms of the product positioning, the way we've approached it. We need a lot of customer education, which was hard to do and very expensive. Mm-hmm. But what we noticed with that is that when we started with the customer education first, we ended up having a higher retention rate of the customer. Right? For most guys, they just, you know, create products and then throw it out there through social media and hope people will buy, right? So We've done it a bit different in terms of the approach. And that has led us to, you know, like we have 12,000 actively paying customers day on day. And these are micro payments. So you're looking at 10 cents, you know, to the dollar per day. And that's a product that they essentially get, which is like $3,500 worth of value, right? Combined value. Okay, so $3,500 is the the limit. Yes, that's the limit. That you would pay if you had an accident. Yeah, for ten cents for ten cents, we get you thirty five hundred dollars for the day. And yes. You can activate it today, not activate it tomorrow. Basically, activate it just on days that you're gonna drive. Exactly. I'm guessing straight from your phone. Yes, yes, yes. So there's a lot of things there. So essentially, the way we built it is that we built a, a WhatsApp chatbot, and I'll send you a link. You can play around with it, and users come in through the WhatsApp chatbot at the first point of touch, right? Because everyone has, you know, everyone in, in Kenya, we're a bit, you know, we leapfrog, you know, technology. So almost everyone of my riders has a WhatsApp access, whether it's on his phone or through someone else's. Mm-hmm. And they onboard themselves, right? So what usually happens is that there's mobile money payment, the infrastructure of mobile money, that's M-Pesa. So essentially from your, from your phone, you can actually make an actual payment, directly to a merchant code that is tied to our business and you actually get a cover immediately on the phone on the fly right so that has been super helpful to make it super easy for our users to you know like do it at the comfort of their home any time of the day it doesn't matter right make a claim whenever they want 
and very easy to you know use as well okay so so it sounds to me like you've got amazing product amazing service and and amazing product market fit the the, the, the yeah. customer when you get in front of them a ridiculous percentage of them wants to buy right yeah. so the limiting factor that's keeping you from insuring 54 million people you know so for, from insuring god knows how, how many millions of, of of drivers in kenya yeah. uh, that it sounds like like it, it's a matter of capacity it's, it's a matter of of capital to back up the the uh those claims uh, exactly okay uh yeah and by, by the way I, I don't know if you yet have a whole year of 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 data but what kind of loss ratio are are, are, are you producing so the actual numbers are around 20 percent but we're looking to push that to we are, we are looking to flip that right so one of the core models for more tissue is to pay as many claims as we can right mm-hmm. so that then we can bring in on as many people as we can and then we can upsell them x number of products right because one of the biggest challenges out here in africa is every time you mention like we noticed that in our behavioral research that we did a couple of you know months ago every time we mentioned insurance to our users they immediately walked out or walked away so the lingo, you know, the lingo is not, you know, we, our lingo is, you know, more on the cover side. And there's something we are playing around with as we speak in terms of, you know, more on the social construct of what their traditional coping mechanisms were. And then, you know, talking about something like that looks like a warranty of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. That's the closest thing I can use for guys, in, you know, guys to understand. But it's like, we are really trying to change even the narrative of how we communicate the insurance you know, cover itself to the end users. Because traditionally, most underwriters do not pay claims, right? There's always a fine print somewhere that says, you know, hey, um, you didn't shave your beard so you couldn't see properly or whatever it is, you know? Um, And what we've noticed is that if we pay more people, especially on the microspace, right? These are small ticket sizes of $25, $35, not so high amounts. The more you pay people, the more they, they pay for the premium upfront. Like I've, we've noticed that from the data where we have customers, we paid for like a medical expenses, you know, component or benefit, and they immediately paid for the whole year, right? That tells you something. These are gay, like actually like over 60% of my users have never had any contact with any form of insurance. So that tells you a lot, right? Like people are yeah. craving for these products, but they cannot get them the way they want and they don't work for them the way they would want for them to buy extra products from the insurance companies. What 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 other products are you currently offering? What other products are you preparing to offer in the future? So um, I think the push on our side is more on the technology side. So we're trying to play around with smart contracts, you know, uh, all these buzzwords. I don't want to use them right now because I'm a tech as well. Uh, it's just trying to figure out how can we really change how insurance is done within the African context and then model it around behavior. That's very important for us, right? So we're looking at like what you start noticing quickly is once you pick a claim within a certain region and the word spreads out, they come back to you and ask you, can you give me, can you extend some medical product for my wife or my kids or 
you know, whatever it is. And then later on, when people start over-interacting with the product, they start asking you for, oh, I, I want to take care of my kids in case something happens to me. Is there something that we can do on the education side, right? They don't know it's an education policy they're asking for. It's, they're just trying to protect, you know, um, their families or their extended they're, families. They're, they're basically reinventing insurance the, the exact same way that it was invented in the developed world long ago, uh, except that they're they're doing it uh, in in a lower cost way because yep. of the technology we have. Exactly. Uh, but it, it is kind of amazing to watch, uh, or yeah. in my, in my case, to, yeah. to listen to it. Uh, it really is because I'm a giant insurance nerd, and and. and I've read a lot about the history of insurance in the U.S., the history of insurance in the U.K., uh, the right. history of many insurance companies. And very often it starts this way. Very often it's, it's a few people who, who know yeah. each other, who have the same risk protecting each other. Uh, and, and, and then over time, it, it, uh, as it gains uh, penetration in the population, it, 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 you don't know everybody as well as you used to. And, 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 it became, it, and you start getting bad actors. Uh, you start yep. getting fraud and, and you start getting the, those, yeah. those, those problems. And, and, and then you have to start bulking up your claims and, and, and things slow down. And, and, and eventually, the, right, two genera- three generations down, the client no longer loves you. Uh, the client is complaining about, 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 about insurance being mandatory and, never, and, and like never getting their money's worth. Uh, so it's so interesting to, 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 to see it happening from the ground up, but, but leapfrog the technology. Um, exactly. What what kind? So we we do have a lot of listeners that that are either venture capital firms or angel investors. Uh, what kind of investments uh, are are you looking for to 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 be able to scale this thing to 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 the rest of of the Kenyan market? Hey, you! Yeah, you listening? Do you like personal finance or real estate? Are you itching to build wealth and create a better life for yourself or your family? Then you need to come check out the Life, Money, and More podcast with real estate agent, YouTuber, and actor, Sage Weiss. This isn't your average finance show. We dive deep and do not sugarcoat topics around money and life. The Life, Money, and More podcast releases two episodes a week just for you because we're all about helping you win in this crazy world we live in. Come join the thousands of listeners on the Life, Money, and More podcast. I mean, uh, we just started our fundraising round, and um, for what we want to build out, right, we are looking at at least $1.3 million, and that should essentially get us to, you know, 300,000 active riders and over a million commuters covered, right? Um, there's a lot we want to do on the product development side, right? In terms of like the smart contracts, the, the omni-channel approach, a lot more on the data side. Um, that, you know, that also like costs quite a bit, right? Um, and, and also grow the team. We've, we've bootstrapped as a team of five so far. And, you know, like um, we want to grow that to at least 15 people and, you know, keep on like building on whatever it is we've learned. And and just to mention, like, there are a couple of things that we've seen even in the business in terms of verticals that are real game changer. Um, So for example, uh, a month ago, we rolled out a fuel card. So essentially the the fuel card works is for all our riders or drivers, 
we generate for them a fuel card and then give them. So what, what essentially happens is they get a discount for every liter of fuel they consume. And that discount is used for what you're calling insurance points that then can be redeemed to buy different products, okay? Now, uh, behind the scenes, I mean, like if I'm to talk, you know, big picture, it's essentially figuring out micro, the infrastructure or the rails for micropayments and crazy customer retention, right? So, so everyone, like all, all our riders, they have 12 touch points in a day, for example, but the only, well, the only one we can automatically essentially like plug in and embed the product in is only the fuel because they are largely informal right so what you've noticed is that for every rider we've given a fuel card to they've paid for a whole month worth of fuel every single day these are three to five liters worth of fuel every single day and then they've said like even increasing the way they consume fuel so they can get more insurance points and then they can redeem for other things so we're starting to like play around with some of these concepts around uh, because one of the biggest challenges in Africa is figuring out micropayments, right? So Africa, the structure is, there's Kenya on this other side. We have mobile money. Everyone has mobile money in the country. But then you go to a place like, you know, Morocco, for example, the mobile money penetration might not be the same as the Kenyan one, right? Yeah, so it's, it's trying to figure out how do you then not disrupt people in terms of their behavior and what they do every single day, but then you model products around their normal way of life, right? And then use traditional coping mechanisms to, to again, like for us, a smart contracts play, which is something I was actually just debugging a couple of minutes ago. Um, uh, we're trying to figure out how do they, in terms of like for a claim, when a claim happens, it has like three layers to it, right? So there you think about like the blockchain where, you know, Tony has to sort of like approve, I have to approve and someone else has to approve. That's sort of like the context in terms of what you're trying to achieve on the smart contract side, which is still pretty much um, based off of the social construct we had in, in or we have in Africa, where we do fundraising, right? For an event, like for example, if someone gets into an accident, then you know we'll come together, contribute some money. Now we have weird scenarios in my space where for my riders, what they do in case of an accident is that they hold a rope across the road and no motorist can pass without contributing towards the kitty. <laughs> that, that's their coping mechanism, that, right? That so, is the most creative thing I have heard in all of insurance in 12 and a half years. Yeah, uh, that's what, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy out here. And then, you know, you, you sit there and you watch that and you be part of the process because you're trying to get, in, you know, to understand the people. And you also help them hold the rope as you're trying to, you know, and figure out why, why, like, why do you have to do this, right? And then, you know, you start realizing when you start talking to these particular individuals that that's the last result, right? That's their coping mechanism. That's all they can do to get, you know, to, you know, to the end in terms of like medical expenses. And then you talk to them about, we do not sell insurance at that point. We just try and understand why. And then ask them like, you know, what if you had, you know, like you start juxtaposing some of these things and say, okay, supposing I give you an option in terms of this, how would that look like for you, you know? And 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 why we have a huge conversion rate for, it's because of how we approach this particular product 
with the customer themselves. I, 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 I am, I'm speechless. This is so, so very interesting. I've done three or four episodes with, with, with other Africans or about Africa. And by far the most interesting one we've, we've done thus far. You've given me a lot of, of insight into uh, the, the, the African uh, insurance uh, market. Thank, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I look forward to see you guys continue to grow. Uh, when this goes live, uh, I will tag both you and the, and the company on LinkedIn. Investors, okay. oh my God, come on. 1.3 million <laughs> bucks uh, uh, to, to get a foothold in a market of 54 million drivers. And by the way, there's there's no re, there's probably other markets that are similar to Kenya, right? India, uh, and uh, there's probably other large African countries that that, uh, that or even Asian countries or even Latin American countries that have similar challenges. If 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 Joel can perfect the this this model, uh, there's no reason for it not to be able to be expanded to Vietnam or or Cambodia or or, or Thailand or other large uh, groups of population that, that, that are uh, significantly underserved. This is an amazing opportunity, not only to make a difference in the developing world, but also to do very well while, while doing that. Uh, and all it takes is, is, is having the guts to, to invest a little bit of your portfolio uh, outside of your comfort zone. Uh, so glad that, 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 we, that, we, that we got to chat really. Uh, Thank you so much for your time today. And by, and by the way, I, I, I should say it, it's 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's, it's about, 12, 30, uh, about 30 minutes past midnight for you. Uh, so yep. so I, I really appreciate, I appreciate you staying up to have a conversation with me. Uh, and and uh, for, for other in, uh, in developing world insurtechs working with the insurance elephant, uh, we, uh, I recently met with them and, and they... Uh, shared the feedback. I think it was yesterday. They shared the feedback that that it is hard uh, for for insurtechs uh, on the other side of the world to to uh, to to chat with 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 me, come on the podcast during my usual recording hours, which are four to six p.m. Eastern time. So so basically, I have created a new, and I'm sorry that you didn't get to benefit from this, but next time I have created a new scheduling link that exclusively for, for insurtechs that are working with the insurance elephants that allows uh, a little bit of morning hours in, in Eastern time and a little bit of Saturday hours uh, and Sunday hours. So, so basically uh, trying to make it easier for, for, for the rest of the, of the developing world founders uh, to, to be able to come, to come on the show without staying up till super late. Uh, so, so thank you so, so much for your time. Thanks so much, Tony. I'm really, really, you know, glad to have a chance, a chance to basically just, you know, talk about more tissue and what you're trying to build and look forward to, you know, connecting and learning more. Like I've listened to a lot of your podcasts from some other places. Pretty awesome stuff. Awesome. So, it, thank it, you. It, it's my pleasure. Thank you.